Hello and welcome to Mum Stoppable. I'm so excited to be here with you again this week, mummers. Now, as a quick reminder, this is not your regular parenting podcast. I will not be giving you any parenting tips or hacks because I believe you get enough of those from all the other podcasts and social channels out there. Instagram, I'm looking at you. Instead, this is an invitation to take 30 minutes out of your day to work on you, mama. I'm Carly Nair, I'm a certified coach and mum of two boys, and I believe that all mums deserve to feel seen, heard and supported, and I want to do that by bringing you expert coaching support whenever and wherever you need it. So commit to yourself now, mama, commit to spending 30 minutes a week listening to this podcast and working on yourself, and by doing that, I promise your parenting will automatically benefit. As I'm just starting out in the world of podcasting, I would love to hear what you think of Mumstoppable. So please feel free to email me at hello at mumstoppable.com with any feedback you have, the good, the bad and the ugly, and any further topics you'd like me to cover in future weeks. For those of you that would like the show notes, please visit mumstoppable.com forward slash blog and search for the podcast episode title. And in there, you'll find a full write-up of the show notes, including the coaching challenges and coaching corner notes as well. If you do like what you hear, please sign up to my email newsletter by heading over to mumstoppable.com. By signing up, you're guaranteeing you'll never miss an episode as they will land directly in your inbox every Monday morning, along with a link to the show notes I've just talked you through. For now though, enjoy the podcast and remember, I see you mama, you've got this, you are mumstoppable. Hello Mama and welcome to episode 6 of Mum Stoppable. I am so excited about today's episode. I know I say that every week but I genuinely love recording these podcasts and I feel so grateful that so many of you are listening each week and are finding real value in them. So how did you find last week's episode? I hope you found Coaching Corner useful and that it set you up for a really positive start to the year full of hope and intentional action and if not and you're still in hibernation mode, that's okay too, mama. The beauty of these podcasts is that you can take what you need from them when you need them. So when you're feeling up to it and want a bit of a momentum boost, listen back to last week's episode and it should really help set you up. Now, today I'm going to be a bit more gentle with you all, and that's because today is Blue Monday. A lot of you will likely have heard of that before, but for those of you that haven't or you don't know what it means, it's a name given to a day in January, which is typically the third Monday of the month, and it's said to be the most depressing day of the year. Nice, huh? Now, I don't want to get too bogged down in it, but when I was researching this episode, I did find out about the history of the term Blue Monday, and I thought it was really interesting, the geek that I am, so I want to share it with you all. So according to good old Wikipedia, the concept of Blue Monday was first published in a 2005 press release from a company which claimed to have calculated the date using a mathematical equation. And it takes into account weather conditions um, and so only applies to the Northern Hemisphere. The date's generally reported as falling on the third Monday in January, but it could also fall on the second or fourth Monday. Now, back to the geeky backstory. The date was worked out by um, the writing of a really cool looking E equals MC squared style formula. And yes, I'm that geeky that I've screenshot the formula and you can see an example of it on the show notes if you're interested. The determining factors for working it out are things like weather conditions, debt level, which is specifically the difference between debt accumulated and ability to pay, the time since Christmas, the time since New Year's resolutions have been broken. That's quite depressing. 
the low motivational levels and also the feeling of a need to take action. So super interesting. The other interesting thing, though, which I did not know before conducting my research is that the entire concept was allegedly commissioned by a travel company so that they could sell holidays off the back of it. Who knew? And as if that isn't pub quiz worthy enough, a few years after the first mention of Blue Monday, a super famous ice cream company then commissioned another piece of related work to determine what the happiest day of the year would be. And that tends to be around the middle of June each year around the summer solstice. So interesting. And I could go into a proper rabbit hole of reading about this stuff. But anyway, I digress. The point is, regardless of whether Blue Monday is correct or not, a lot of us will be feeling fairly blue in January because, as mentioned, we've come off the back of the high of Christmas. A lot of us will have made New Year's resolutions and have probably failed them by now. The weather's pretty miserable. The days are short. It's all just a bit meh. And if you think about it, the animal kingdom shows us that this is completely normal. Some animals, the sensible ones if you ask me, are in full hibernation mode right now. A lot of plants have died back and are looking really bare because they're putting all their energy into their roots to get ready for spring. We don't have any of the abundance of growth in the veggie patch because, again, everything's been harvested. And in fact, the work to be done there is either tidying up or doing nothing at all. So why should it be different for us humans? In fact, regardless of the seasonality, according to my favourite report of the time, um, Peanut Apps, The State of Invisibility, um, 95% of UK mums believe that the invisibility of maternal experiences has an impact on women's mental health and overall well-being, which is an insane percentage, 95%. And because January often sees us all staying home much more because it's cold outside, we're even more isolated and feeling probably more invisible than ever. The other thing is, and we've talked about this before, but as mums, we are so used to sacrificing for our kids, for our families and putting everyone else's needs first, that often it can lead to our cups feeling decidedly empty. And that, on top of the crappiness of January, can often be the straw that broke the camel's back. But if you think about it, mama, taking care of yourself is part of taking care of your kids. Because realistically if you are not feeling okay and balanced and grounded and steady in yourself you cannot possibly be functioning at your best for your kids and that's why today I want to keep things really gentle we're going to be focusing on being kind to ourselves and we're going to focus on how we can ensure that our cups are not empty and that mama brings us to this week's coaching corner I'm sorry I don't have a jingle yet Santa failed me I failed you I promise I will get back onto it and I'm gonna have a jingle for coaching corner it's my mission in life right now anyway coaching corner um this week we're going to be talking about needs now I'm going to go a bit teachery on you before we get to the fun stuff today because as we all know I am a massive geek I love stats I love theory. I love learning in general. So I find this really interesting and I wanted to explain the context to you because I'm hoping that you find it interesting too. And if not, I apologise. So we're going to start with looking at what a human need actually is. And for that, I'm going to turn to the fairly well-known in educational circles, Maslow and his hierarchy of needs. Stay with me, mama. So this was written way back in 1943 and in this paper Maslow outlines a theory he has whereby all human needs can be plotted into a pyramid Um, and he claims that 
humans need to fulfill the needs of each level starting at the bottom before they can move up to the next level and the culmination of reaching the top of that pyramid is feeling truly fulfilled for example the bottom layer of maslow's hierarchy of needs is physiological needs now that's things like food and water things your body needs to stay alive the second level is safety that's things like a house to live in things that make you feel secure as a human being the third level is love and belonging. So that's things like relationships with, it could be with your family, it could be with your network of friends, for example. Next comes esteem, and that means feeling accomplished, really. And at the very top of the pyramid is self actualization. And Maslow sees that as being achieving your true potential, and that includes creative activities. So things like music, painting, writing, those sorts of um, awesome things. So that's all quite detailed um, and it does have some flaws when we try to apply it to modern day life. Um, But the gist is that there are needs that we have as humans without which we are not okay. Without which we can't feel balanced, we can't feel grounded, whatever you want to call it, we do not feel okay. In reality, yes, those needs will include things like food and water, a home, a family, close network of friends, accomplishing things in our lives. But beyond that, we are all really different. So obviously our needs are going to look very different too. For some of us, we might genuinely need a hot cup of coffee and 30 minutes of peace in the morning before we feel okay to get up and deal with the day. That is 100% me, by the way. I can immediately tell the difference on a day that I haven't had a cup of coffee and a bit of silence in bed before the kids wake up and my day starts. Um, The morning cup of coffee and the silence just, it starts me off on the right foot. So that for me is a genuine daily need. For other people, it might be a need to get outside for an hour um, in the day to feel grounded. Everyone will need a different amount of hours to sleep to function properly too. And I want to kind of do a little side note here mums with babies and young kids at this point I absolutely want to salute you I remember the sleepless nights my sister's going through it right now with her kids so I feel like I'm reliving the sleepless nights through her I see you I feel for you just know you will survive things will get better I promise you Okay, so moving away from sleep, another random example is some people may genuinely need a massage every month to feel truly okay in themselves. And that might be for medical reasons, but it might also just be for their well-being. Um, Again, the point is needs are different for every single person. And we have daily needs, so things like X amount of hours of sleep, food and water related needs. We've got weekly needs, which could be, for example, I don't know, three days of exercise in the week. We've got monthly needs, things like that massage, or it might be, I don't know, see catching up with your sister or your mum twice a month. And although all of this sounds really simple in principle, until you sit down and think through them, you can't really know that you're fulfilling enough of your own needs to be starting with a cup that's got enough in it to get you through the day unscathed. Okay, now before we move on, I do want to say that uh, needs are different to desires. So desires are things that we could live without, but which we like to do. For example, for somebody, it could be enjoying a couple of glasses of wine over dinner or buying a lottery ticket every week. For someone else, a desire might be that cup of coffee in the morning. The way to think about it is, does this thing that I'm thinking about get me to feeling okay, just okay? 
Do I need to tick that box in order to feel grounded? If the answer is yes, it's likely a need. If not, and it's a bit of a nice to do, it's probably a desire. Now, desires can also be where people fall down a bit because they can try to overcompensate for not having fulfilled their needs by fulfilling their desires instead. And that, as an aside, is where bad habits can be created. But we're going to save that for another day. For now, let's focus on needs and what your specific needs are now, Mama. So I would like you to take out a pen and piece of paper or use the notes section of your app or just start to think this through. And I want you to start to list out everything that you think is a need for you. Just um, treat this part of the exercise as a complete brain dump. So just empty everything from your head onto the piece of paper. So let's start with basic needs. So first of all, think about how much sleep you need to feel okay. Is it eight hours? Can you kind of, do you feel okay on four hours? Try to give it a number and be specific. How much water do you need? So there's that classic amount of water that we need, but every person realistically is different. Some people feel fine not having drunk as much as others. So think about that. Is there a certain amount of water that you need to feel okay? Now around food, again, try to be really specific. Is there a specific amount of food you need each day? For example, personally, I cannot deal with eating less than three meals a day, one of which needs to be a hot cooked meal, preferably that I have cooked. Other people can skip meals. My husband is one of them. Um, Other people might be able to graze throughout the day. If I skip a meal, I genuinely don't feel okay in my kind of mental health. It's got nothing to do with me physically, but just generally, I don't feel good. I feel a bit out of whack if I haven't got three meals a day. Um, Exercise is another one. Is there a certain amount or type of exercise that you need to do each day or each week to feel okay? So have a think about that. Those are just some examples. Um, Good job, though. Let's now have a look at psychological needs. Okay, so I'm going to again ask you some questions. First one is, do you need an amount of alone time each day? Again, try and get really specific with these. So when you've identified a need and it's alone time, for example, what's the amount of alone time you need? Is it Uh, does it have to happen at a certain time of day for example does it need to be meditation or yoga or does it just need to be you sitting maybe in bed with that cup of coffee second one is do you need to have any connection with friends or family to feel okay it could be anything from a wake-up cuddle with the kids in bed or a phone call with your sister for example next one is do you need to practice Uh, meditation or mindfulness daily maybe you need to use breathing techniques throughout the day or practice pq reps if you know about positive intelligence what are those sorts of things that you feel are in need for you on a daily basis or weekly or monthly great job mama keep going right now we'll run to self-fulfillment needs so first of all do you need to listen to music daily? My husband is one of these people. He's a musician. He needs to have music playing throughout the day. If he had to sit in silence all day, he would not be okay. Do you have to have time to write in your journal every day? Does it have to be in the morning? Does it have to be in the evening? Do you have to be sat somewhere specific? Do you have to have a candle lit when you're writing in your journal? Be really specific again. Maybe painting is your thing or drawing and you genuinely need to create art on a daily or weekly or monthly basis to feel okay. 
brilliant mama well done so remember again this is not a fast process despite the fact we've rushed through remember you can visit this podcast whenever you like if you want to listen to these prompts again or you can visit mumstoppable.com forward slash blog for the show notes and all these questions and prompts will be listed in there for you if you need it but for now Take some time to really check in with yourself. Press pause if you want to and carry on just brainstorming all of your needs. As you work through them, like we've said, get really specific with the food thing. How many meals do you need? Do you need them to be hot meals? Can you have a cold meal chucked in there? Is there anything about uh, organic ingredients or a certain amount of protein that you need to feel okay? The more specific you can get with each of your needs, the better. And the other thing to remember is that all of the questions I've asked you are just prompts. They're just ideas. As I've said, everyone's needs are totally different. So just have kind of free reign to think through anything at all that you think is a need for you and get it onto a piece of paper. Now, the other thing is, as you progress throughout the rest of this week, I want you to really start paying attention to your needs well and jot down any new ones that come to mind. Strike off any that you've written down, but you actually don't feel that they're right. They might be desires. They might not be needs at all. Get really specific. Be honest, really honest about what is a need and what is a desire. And remember, these are things you need to get to okay. And without them, you do not feel okay. So that might mean that you feel down if you haven't ticked that box you might feel grumpy you might feel sad etc without doing these things without fulfilling these needs when you get to the end of the week you should have a really lovely list of needs which are specific to you excellent good job mama that is a real achievement and now when you have that brain dump of needs and you've got really specific and you've got kind of a, a, a list of them this is where the fun part of the exercise comes so when you have that list i want you to get creative Pull out a sheet of A4 paper, and this bit does need to be done on paper, you can't do it on your phone. Um, Think of it as a poster of some kind. So if you are creative, you can get your pens out again, um, use different colours if you want to, you could take it a step further and cut out images from magazines or even draw them yourself if you want. Um, If you want something simpler, just bullet point all of your needs um, neatly onto a piece of paper. The point is, when you're done, Um, you should have an A4 sheet of paper with all of your needs somehow displayed really beautifully that you can understand and other people can understand. Excellent. When you're done, I want you to take your needs poster and I want you to pin it up on the fridge in pride of place where you normally stick your kids' work where your whole family can see them. This sounds bizarre, I realise, but there are two points to this, Mama. The first is you're likely to see this list multiple times a day if it's on the fridge. And that's going to remind you to take care of your needs so that you have enough in the tank to take care of everybody else. The second point is that your whole family will see your needs multiple times a day and they will be able to support you in your quest to keep them met. Now, I've had clients who've done this who come back to me and say that when they're having a grump at one of their kids, the kid has gone to the fridge and asked whether she's met all her needs today. And to me, that is really cool because it keeps you as a mum accountable for looking after yourself. But also, probably more importantly, it's fostering a really important conversation with kids about how important it is to look after ourselves. And yes, it's great to look after other people, but everybody needs to look after themselves too. So a really useful tool. 
And that mama is your needs taken care of. And when you're taking care of your needs, things in your life should just feel much more positive because your cup will be full, your energy is replenished and you'll be much more ready to take on both Blue Monday, but also everything else January and life throws at you. It's a really simple idea, but it's something that we as mums often forget because we're so wrapped up in caring for others. So really good job for doing that. Good work, mama. Now it is time for the coaching challenge. This is another fun one and it's one that you can do with your kids. And in fact, given the whole point of Mum Stoppable is that I want to help mums like you with your mental health and wellness. I had an idea when I was writing the um, kind of bullet points out for this episode and was wondering whether all the coaching challenges could be really fun, simple things that you can get your kids involved with. So you can still do them on your own, obviously, but I was thinking about keeping them simple enough to be able to involve your kids. Love to know what you think about that. Let me know by emailing me at hello at mumstoppable.com. Anyway, I have been taking part in a manifestation challenge this month. I try to do it um, every year in January. And that, along with some work I've been doing with my own coach, because yes, I have a coach and I believe all the best coaches do. um, It's led me to thinking a lot about gratitude Um, And it's also come up with my clients this week, actually. I tend to find, as another aside, that these themes will come and go um, throughout my life. And when, you know, gratitude in this case has come up in my own personal development, it will often come through in in the women that I'm coaching as well. It's bizarre. And I'm convinced it's to do with energy and the energy you put out, you get back. But anyway, we talked about this last week. Um, But again, this point around energy... And the fact that I personally believe the energy we put out out into the world is what you get back, is what you attract. So by being grateful and appreciative, we are communicating with the universe or with source or God or whatever you want to call it or whatever you believe in to let them know what it is that we value. And it also brings a really beautiful opportunity to ask for more of the same thing. A lot of you will likely be familiar with how gratitude works. You might have dabbled with gratitude journaling. I know I have. Um, If you've downloaded my free self-love journal, then you'll know it's included in the 14-day journaling template there. Um, And if you haven't got this, by the way, head over to my website. It's mumstoppable.com. Sign up to my newsletter and you can download it. It's completely free and it's a really cool resource. So with today's coaching challenge, we are going to spice things up a bit and turn gratitude into a bit of a game and funnily enough it's called the gratitude game catchy I know and it's so simple it just involves you telling someone else one thing that you're grateful for about them specifically and they then tell you one thing they are grateful for about you and then you take it in turn so so on and so on and so on if you are doing this with more than one kid you can either take it in turns like that or what I tend to do with my two kids is I tend to do a round robin So, for example, I'll say something about my eldest. He will say something about his brother. His brother will say something about me. We keep going around until we run out and then we reverse the circle, which is really lovely. Um, You can do it in the car. I've done it when I'm driving home before to kind of, you know, it's one of those kind of car journey games. It's super simple. It's really fun. And also you might get some real gems out of it. So when I first did this with my kids, my, um, the youngest, the best he could do was things like, oh, mummy, I'm grateful for your hair, which is, I don't even know what to say about that. But now he fully understands because we've been doing it a few times. 
um, regularly, he will come up with some really lovely examples. My eldest two once said, I'm grateful that you are a respectful mum, which kind of blew me away a bit. And I was like, do you even understand what that means? So I asked him a bit, a bit more about what he meant. And he said, this is so gorgeous. He said, I'm grateful that I can talk to you about anything and you always take it seriously. You never treat it as a joke, which is just honestly, it meant so much to me. I was driving. I can still remember the moment it was dark and I honestly welled up a bit when he said that because it was so beautiful. And also it's something that I consciously do, but I never realised that he'd noticed. So you can get some gorgeous things out like that. It made me feel amazing. Um, and again, for a Blue Monday, anything that can make you feel amazing is brilliant. So yes, play the gratitude game with your kids if you can, if you want to. Have some fun with it. Get the kids involved. You can even play it with a friend or partner instead if that feels more appropriate. Just get grateful and you'll find yourself in a much more positive, sparkly place this Blue Monday and beyond. Well done, Mama. You've conquered this week's podcast. You honestly are an absolute inspiration. Keep up the good work. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you once again for joining me and well done for spending the last 30 minutes doing something just for you. It's no mean feat when you've got a million things on your mum to-do list. Enjoy working through this week's coaching corner tips. And as always, I would love to hear how you're getting on with the coaching challenge. So please feel free to send me a quick email at hello at mumstoppable.com or find me on Instagram at mumstoppable underscore and send me a DM or leave a comment on one of my posts. You'll also be able to find reminders of the coaching corner tips and details of the coaching challenge on Instagram towards the end of the week. And if you want the show notes, from today's show head over to mumstoppable.com forward slash blog and search for this week's episode title in there you'll have access to the entire coaching corner tips and also the coaching challenge in written form over the coming weeks i'll be talking to you about challenges facing mums ranging from feeling lost and like you don't know who you are anymore to surviving overwhelm as a mum to motherhood and the strains that puts on your relationships to the struggle of returning to work and everything in between Please also feel free to email me with any challenges you're facing which you'd like me to cover off on upcoming sessions. If you've liked what you've heard today, please do sign up to my email newsletter by heading over to mumstoppable.com. By signing up, you're guaranteeing you'll never miss an episode as they will land directly in your inbox every Monday morning along with a link to the show notes. For now though, have an awesome week and remember, I see you mama, you've got this, you are mumstoppable. Mumstoppable.